section eighteen of norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox the world story volume eight norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles edited by eva march tappan section eighteen how king harold hard ruler gave his treasure for his life ten forty nine by hjalmar h boyesen his harold's annual summer amusement consisted for some time in surprising the exposed ports on the danish coast and harrying them with savage cruelty at last when both sides grew tired of this aimless destruction it was agreed that swen estridson should meet harold at the mouth of the gotha elf and that the issue of the battle should decide in regard to the latter's claim to the throne of denmark at the time appointed however swain failed to make his appearance and harold after having waited for him in vain sailed southward with his fleet ravaging the coast of jutland burning the great city of hyda b sleswick and carrying away a number of high-born women besides an enormous booty he was far from expecting to be pursued by the danes and accordingly allowed his ships to scatter on their homeward way head winds and foggy weather delayed the norsemen and one morning when they were laying to under the island of lesso they saw a sudden flash through the fog which caused alarm the king was called and asked what he supposed it to be the danish fleet is upon us he said that which shines is the golden dragon heads which flash in the morning sun resistance was not to be thought of and flight seemed also hopeless but the king's presence of mind did not desert him he ordered the men to the oars but the ships which were heavy and swollen from having been long in the water made little headway and as the fog lifted the danish fleet counting several hundred galleys was seen bearing down upon them harold then commanded his men to nail bright garments and other precious things to logs and throw them overboard the danes who could not resist the temptation to stop and pick them up thereby lost time and were rebuked by swain for their folly again the pursuit began and harold was obliged to throw overboard malt beer and pork in order to lighten his ships nevertheless swain was still gaining upon him and harold's own dragon ship which was the hindmost was in danger of being captured then in sheer desperation he made rafts out of barrels and boards put the danish matrons and maidens upon them and lowered them into the sea one after another of these rafts was sent out at intervals and the pursuers seeing their wives and daughters stretching out their arms to them crying to be rescued and some even struggling in the water could not forbear to pause and save them thus harold escaped and swain cursed his ill luck nevertheless when he captured some laggards among the norse galleys he refused to take vengeance upon them during a later expedition to denmark harold displayed again the same presence of mind and daring invention he had just beaten swain in the battle of de Ursa, and felt perfectly safe in entering the long and narrow 
limfjord for purposes of plunder but swain hearing that his antagonist had gone into such a trap hastily gathered what forces he could command and laid to at halls where the fjord is so narrow that a few ships could easily engage a much superior number harold perceiving that he was caught gave orders to sail in through the fjord to the very end here a narrow isthmus separates the fjord from the north sea with enormous difficulty he now dragged his ships across the isthmus and sailed gaily northward while swain lay guarding the empty cage from which he had escaped end of section eighteen this recording is in the public domain